0: Good morning, Rabboi Say. Today's share I... ah. is sponsored by Seventeen-year-old Seventeen-year-old brother and friend Refu Shleima. By Mayor Planko, Mazel Tov to MDY Toronto Chabura and the entire MDY Mishpacha on the seam. Thank you to Arye Blau and family for hosting the SEAM. Thank you Rebelli and the whole team. Also by Shlomo Lazarian for Yosef Chaim Shweki for joining the M.D.Y. family. Wow, we know Chaim. He lives here. And sure. how does you... He's the you son of need... a of smoking teas. Ah, son... But we need a guy from Los Angeles to get a guy here on Rapid Championship. Bush of a harper, you guys. I just want to say, I don't know, Gershon, if you could zoom in over here to my left. There's a brand new Shas right next to me. Donated by official from official catering. Here it is. Just came in last night. So Yishkoiach. Rabbi said, "This is what it looked like in Queens last night. A very nice turnout for the Seum in Queens." Rabbi said, "It's getting better in Chicago. It's getting better. Here we go. Very nice showing in Chicago. But Hashem, I'm going to take this." as a personal project. I'm going to make sure this is double-necked see him Be'ezer Hashem. Yeshekoyach, Chicago, I see Marty Dauber, Dr. Marty Dauber made the see So for the very first email of the Mesechta, I want to show you, this is Ramay Hirsch, and there's a story to this picture. He's, he does the Orhamer Kaz, our newsletter, puts a lot of time into it. So he says, first of all, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of such an amazing sheer. So during Pesach, he had a very hard time keeping up with the daf. And he did the siyam with us on Wednesday. And just yesterday, he did his own siyam on Pesachim because he kept the idea, since he had a wedding in America, you do the daf that everybody's doing, and catch up later. I don't think I've ever felt this way by a siyam. Last night I made a siyam on sukkah, but tonight my siyam on was different. I've waited so long to make the siyam, Pesachim. You know, we we did Yuma, Shkolme, between, waiting for the opportunity to finally say, the Hajin on it, take you Rebellion, no words can express that, I and my wife have towards you, Yishkoiach, your Moshe Hirsch. There's a ton of emails that came in yesterday. Here's some of them. I didn't even print out all of them. I'm not gonna get through all of them, obviously. The ones with the pictures come first, obviously. Here's a picture, this center guy. Really enjoy the share every day. I'm proud I finished my first Masechta with MDY. Looking forward to finishing many more. Rafal Posen, obviously he's from London. Here you can see the London, the L-O over here. Mazel tov to you. Here's a beautiful email. It says like this. Iron Man and Daf Yoimi. I've been listening and enjoying this share for the last few weeks. Motivated to continue learning Daf with you. After I heard the great Maisa, okay, after I started listening to she, I read an article in Mishpach about it. It seems like you like being out of the box and setting big goals. I recently set a huge, big, hairy, audacious goal for myself, to complete an Ironman 70 mile, 70.3. This consists of 1.2 mile swim, 56 mile bike ride, and a 13 mile run. I am a firm believer that if you set your mind to do something, you can achieve it. Now listen to this, Rabbi say. On Sunday, I completed my first Ironman. Mazel tov. It's a, it's a huge accomplishment. After a three-hour drive home. So after everything, he runs and swims, and he drives three hours home. I wanted nothing more than to take a hot shower and go to bed. However, the daf was waiting for me. Your gishmak sheer, got me through a very tough day. And I'm not sure I would have been motivated enough to do it on my own, so Yashu Koyach, the Musar is that if we can do crazy Gashmi's things like an Iron Man, then we could also do the hard Rukhnis things like learning the daft every day. There's nothing that is impossible. Wishing you at Slach and of Isaac Eli Shochet, CFP, I call him the Iron Shast Man. And here he is, Eli Shochet at the finish line. Beautiful. Toronto. What? So, I don't know. Uh, let's see what it says. He wants to know if you're from Toronto. Uh 416, is that a Toronto number? Yeah. You want his number? You know him? <laughs> little guy with a lot of muscle. It's a so- <laughs> He's a little guy with a lot of muscle. Um a lot of people know you. It's a small world. The sheer makes the world a lot smaller. Nachman's song, Dove Harris. Nachman's song is truly awesome. One question: must I listen to it? I want to have time speed like I do for the sheer. <laughs> Thanks, for really for the Shaw <laughs> Rivelli, thank you to Rivelli for all the shalom Mal and Shalmaleh the, the hundreds of new UK sign-ups to this year. I hope he's not exaggerating. Warmly, Dove Harris, London, UK. Hundreds! <laughs> <laughs> this one, I'm just gonna go run through these emails. This is a long one from Jonathan Polarier. Polier uh, ear. Pollier. Jonathan Polier, not Pollard, Polarier. This is first see him, and he's 45 years old. Mazel tov to the M.D.Y. Lake would see him as well. Saw a picture over there with Ellie uh, Trapper. Gets a Mazel tov, became uncle again. Uh, hello, Rebelli. Amazing music video of Nachman Seltzer's song. Thank you, times. And and no, I also want to thank you for your advice. I'm falling behind with the daf. When I fell behind, I just did that, day this daf, and that gave me more drive to want to make up the missing daf. Moshe Rifkin by Adam Austin. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom, Rebelli. I recently listened to your amazing daf. Another great catchphrase is, you don't go through the daf yoimi, the daf goes through you. You don't go through daf yoimi, the daf goes through you. Have a great day. Adam Austin. I wonder if he's related to the Austin brothers. This is Moshe from the Midwest. Big time Chacham. I've been so to sit and learn for many years. Spent my days delving into the deepest of shas. I wanted to do daf yoimi for a number of reasons. To, to be together with the Tzibor, to be able to have a basic view of the Masechus, to have a lighter limud. Rebelli, I recently found your shear. I love the ruach. Mazel tov, M-D-Y, Big in Miami. Where's the pictures in Miami? Yeah, Yishvah I love the ruach. Hearing you give... Th- I didn't show any picture of Miami yesterday? I thought I did. Maybe not. Hearing you know the shir gave me such a cheshek to give, me, to give time for learning the blot simple. You hear? There's a guy that learns all day. But now he has a cheshek to do that for all right, so Yishkoyach Remoisha from the Midwest. Jay Nathanson, two gifts. His son Yedidhi just began Eschol's Gemara in fifth grade. He watched him do the Dav, so now he became the Talmud Shavua in Elu Metzias. I want to welcome two new recruits. Again, if anybody has a Karzatayv to the Shir, just bring another person. So here he brought two gifts. One of them is a schuss to be learning with from the beginning of Beitzah several times. <laughs> blah, 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 failed attempts at learning this deceptive guy. His name is Evan Honingsfeld here in Woodmere. He's a real estate manager in an apartment in the Alexander, Miami Beach. That's where my shver owns an apartment. And right across of Alexander is our house across the water, directly across from the Alexander. The other is Chaim Wolfish of Baltimore, New York. So, Ishkoyach. What's going on with Baltimore? How come they don't have a CU You sure you gotta do something in Baltimore? Uh, and one more. Mendy Deblinger. The defensive stroll has a really great shot. If it's Bateso or Beya, it's worth checking it out. P.S. I took the heat trying to recruit someone to the shear. I didn't think it would actually get anyone, but I succeeded. I got one of my friends to join after just one shear. He's hooked. Shkoyach. Thank you so much for all the time and everything making the shear. He's not Mendy Deblinger. And Another one, David Address loves Nachman's song and coming from a guy that was Mechaber songs for us already. It has the makings of all the greats, like MDD Fre- Freed, Dax, etc. David Address, Shkoyach David. All right, here we go. We are on the bottom of Dav Bez, the Bez, uh, approximately eight lines up. I just wanted to do a quick review of what we learned yesterday. It wasn't the easiest of sugyas. Real quickly, we're gonna go through this two, three minutes. And you'll have a much clearer understanding of what's going on. The Mishnah says that an egg that was laid on Yontif, according to Beis Hillel, is oser to eat. He's machmer, Aser to eat it. You could eat it the following day after Yontif, but not on Yontif. The Gemara gives us four reasons. Four pshatim in the machloikis. Does anybody remember all four? No, because we didn't learn all four. We learned only two. First pshat is... It goes according to Rav Nachman, this pshat. And there are two types of chickens, actually. There's a chicken that you grow to eat, and there's a chicken that you have to lay eggs. Rav Nachman is the only one out of the four that says it's a chicken that lays eggs. And therefore, there's a concept of mukta. You have no intent of eating this chicken because he's there to, to work. He's a workhorse. He produces, sheep produces eggs. So, Mela, it's mukta. But Basile will say it's muktah only on Yontif. They have a concept, they differentiate between Yontif and Shabbos here in Between Yontif and Shabbos. Why? Because Yontif is, there's a cooler to it. We, we cook on Yontif, so people take it easy on Yontif. They might touch it. So we make Zeres and we say this is mukta. And therefore still say, this egg is muktah. You know, not only does it come from a mukta chicken, but it's even worse, it's noilat. It was created now, it's, it's a whole, it's worse. But that's only in Shabbos. And we bring a Ray from a Mishnah that if a beam falls off a ceiling on Shabbos, you can't, on Yontif, you can't use it. It's Muktzah. you can't put it in the fireplace. But that's on Yontif. On Shabbos, on the other hand, there's no Muktzah to say by sillel according to Rav Nachman. Why? Shabbos is Chomer. So for instance, if you have fish bones on your table, you have pitzuchim that are mamish mukt, not really for Achilles Kelev, you just take it with your hand, you scoop it up with your hand. There's no mukta on Shabbos, say Besil. According to Bishami, there would be mukta, you'd have to flip over the table. That is, well, a minute, let me go fly through this. I told everybody two, three minutes. Let's do it in two, three minutes, then afterwards. So, the Gemara asked the Kasha on Rav Nachman, and that's the, that's the reason why these three don't hold over Rav Nachman. If the problem is mukta, so then why is the Mishnah, the first word in the one? the beitzah. say Tarnagalas? That's there to lay eggs. It's Why are you talking about an egg? Talking about the chicken? Okay. Then comes Rava and says, the problem is Hachana. And that in fact should be, is, seems like the Halacha, the riff only talks about Rava. doesn't talk about any of the other sheathers. It's called the Hachana of the Rava. The problem is the preparation. The egg, we're talking about only a yontif that fell out on a Sunday. Fell out on a Sunday, the egg was created inside the chicken on Shabbos. And there's is an Isser to create from Shabbos to Yontif, and from yantif to Shabbos. So what about a Yantif in the middle of the week? So here, if the yantif is on the red circle, it's a problem because the egg was created on the blue circle. But what if the egg was created on the green circle? There's no Shabbos before it, it should be mutter. zero. This ought to this. Okay, so that's basically where we are holding, what was your Kasha? Shabbos, are we to eat an egg that was born No, that's the good Shabbos right now. No, to the first... Oh, you're saying because according to that, Moks and Shabbos. I hear. I have to think about it. Okay. Zog um, Shabbos is the alma Tishteri. Ask the Gemara, your kasha, but on a different, different mandamar. Shabb is the alma Tishteri. Could you eat a raw egg on Shabbos? And by the way, I have a Shayla for you. Question, riddle. Not a, not a riddle, question. What is an egg? Is an egg a liquid or a salad? Halachically. What's an afkamina? how much do you have to eat in order to make a brahachroina? Do you have to eat a kazayis or do you have to eat a Kibet, a, a ravius, very nice, a Kibet. Zayr Shein. Ayim Kippur, Belay Lugmav, or Kseves Agasa. What is it? If you're a Chazin, and you drink a raw egg, and that's what we're talking about, on Shabbos. How do you eat an egg on Shabbos? You can't cook it on Shabbos. You eat it raw, you're a Chazin, you need it. So, that we're going to see actually in today's Sugya, is it a salad or... Yeah. Is it a salad or a liquid? Fine. Ask the Gemara. Shabbos, the Almit history. So then what's the problem on Shabbos? If the whole problem is achanah, you're telling me the problem is on a yantif that fell out on a Sunday. And the egg was created in the blue on Shabbos. So what about Shabbos itself? The egg was created on a Friday. So what's the problem to eat the egg on Shabbos? It's not a problem of achanah. There's no achanah on Shabbos. According to Rabbi, it shouldn't be a problem. Says the Gemara, Zerim, Shabbos, Yontif you have a problem. What happens if Shabbos falls out? Yontif was on Friday, and of course, you cannot be making according to Rabbi. You can't prepare from a Friday to a Shabbos if there's a Yontif on Friday. And they may have to make a gzera. (laughs) Do we make such gzera's? Person, shechs, a chicken. Opens up the chicken, finds completed eggs, complete eggs. Now, if the egg comes out on yantif, we said it's Aser to eat the egg. But what about if you shecht, you're allowed to shecht on Yontif, Eichel Nefesh, you're allowed to shecht, a chicken on yantif to eat, and you find inside a a full egg, you're allowed to eat the egg, Mutar is allowed on Yontif, B'misa. And if you're correct, you start making xeres this because of this, even in a case where yantif falls out in the middle of the week, I'm making xeres to here, I'm making Shabbos xeres to there, so, make a on this egg that you found inside a chicken. And what about a chicken that lays an egg? That's awesome. So if a chicken doesn't lay the egg, you killed it before it laid it, it should also be oser. The Gemara says, the famous Yisrael, "Rabbanon, don't make gzairah on things that are not common. It's not common to find a complete egg in the chicken because the egg the chicken would just leave the the egg would just leave the chicken if it was complete. So to find one like that is very uncommon. Fine. Now we're going back to this. <clears throat> we spoke about Ibn Nachman, that Ibn Nachman says that Basil say the egg is also on yonta because of Muktzah. Rabbi says it's because it's prepared on Shabbos. Only in that case. And now we're talking about Rav Yosef and Rabbi Yitzhak who say almost identical things, They're very, very similar. Rav Yosef says the reason is, This egg looks like a fruit that fell off a tree, a fruit that falls off a tree on Shabbos, this is eat. So Memela goes like this, here's... A fruit that fell off a tree. You now a fruit that fell off the tree. Asks a Abayah, why? Because you might come to pick it off the tree. Picking off the tree is So this is Aser. And because this is Aser, this is also Aser. A chicken laying an egg. It's like a fruit falling off a tree. Looks similar. It's not the same thing. There's no Iser but it looks. Abayah, time mine Gzeirah, Mishum, shemo Perhaps you might come and pick a fruit off the tree. Ask sabayo. Higuf And we're gonna do, we're gonna go two steps away and say this is Aser? Now I want to stop it for a second and Tyson points at a beautiful question. Why is it Aser to pick fruit on yantif from a tree? We're talking about yantif here. Why is it Aser? It's aikhul Nefesh. I'm allowed to kill a chicken on yantif. I'm allowed to make a fight. i I'm allowed to cook on yantif. So I can't pick an apple off a tree on Yontif? Rabo you're allowed to pick an tr- apple off a tree on Yontif? i asking you a question. Yes or no? You're allowed to? You're not allowed to? No. You think the Tesis takes it back? I mean, no, you're allowed to? No, you're not allowed. To. What's the difference? It says Tesis beautifully. If you look all the way at the end, where it becomes very, very wide in the Titus, two lines down. And Titus says, Al-Keym <laughs> Piyush it says in the pasuk, A right <laughs> next to it, The only thing that's allowed on Yontif, the biggest side in Alacha for Yontif from this Teisvus, the only thing that's muttered to be mechala Yontif, so to speak, on Yontif for food, is from Lisha'an, on kneading the bread, because in the pasuk it says matzos and it says shimer. Great, so we know you you can't do all lamentas and lachas on yontif in order to get to the food. Okay. You can't, you can't right, you cannot make challah on yontif. You have to have the dough, the leash apart, and then you could braid it and, and put it in the oven. But you cannot make it, says Yosef, my twin, on yontif. <laughs> says the Gemara. kula. This is an unbelievable tarot. It's kula cool. chad So if we're looking, what did I do with it? Says the Gemara, Now you have it wrong. It's not pshat that this is the gzairah. And because of this, I made another gzairah. When chachamim made the gzairah, they said, chickens are included. Anything that drops out of a tree, out of, a, out of an animal, out of a chicken, is also because somebody might come to do this. It's all within the same language. It's all within the same gzairah. Not, not that it is the same and acts the same, but it's within the same language. Now, we have another pshat. It's literally almost word for word, but it's different. The fourth pshat. We're concerned a, a chicken laying an egg is similar to liquids that come out of a fruit, and you're not allowed to squeeze a fruit on Shabbos. It's a tolda sesrashi of dash, of separating the shaft from the, from the wheat. So, you know, it's a talda. M'meila, this looks like liquids that come out of a fruit. This is an egg that comes out of a chicken. The same idea. I say, I must be tired. You're right. Unbelievable. The problem is that you might come to do dash. You might do a talda of dash of squeezing. Again, you're going two steps away. Pretend to have a picture here of sechita and liquid just coming out by itself. So this would be liquids coming out by itself, not over here. Liquids coming out by itself because you might come to squeeze. Kula When they instituted and they said, you can't use any liquids that came out of a pre, out of a fruit by itself. Forget about you squeezing it. They said... Even a chicken, even an egg that comes out of a chicken, you're right, it's very different, but it's within that zero. it's within that language. It says the Gemara, Kulo, now you know why I made this chart. Kulo ke Revanachman These three don't say like Nachman, who says the problem in our Mishnah is mukta, an egg on Yantav is mukta, but they still say just on Yantiv, there's a problem with mukta, on Shabbos there's no mukta. Why Kikushian. The question that all three had on Rav Nachman was, if the problem is mukta why are you talking about the egg that came out of a chicken? Talk about the chicken itself. It's a chicken that's there to lay eggs. I didn't emphasize enough when we were learning it. Rabbah is talking about a chicken that's for food. All these are talking about chicken for food. Rav is the only one that says, it's a chicken that's there to lay eggs. And since it's there to lay eggs, I liked it and now you kept the cartoon. He's there for food. Cause no, he's a. Al- I, listen, I was looking for a chicken that's alive, that's about to die and be food. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't just get a chicken that's dead. That's a dead. Joke. A live chicken that's Here, I found a, a semi decent. He's kind of scared. This guy. He's <laughs> a little late. Why is it late? He's cooked. How's he scared? What are you saying? He's 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 not cooked. Would you eat this? Is this Abraham and No. Okay, so it's perfect. It's a perfect picture, exactly. What? <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, no. They're not scared. <laughs> They thought it's a chicken laying an egg going into labor. No, 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 no. Why would it be on a plate? Chach Michel we have here in this year. We have Unbelievable. We gotta replace some of these guys here. Says the Gemara. Okay, so now why do these three not go like the blue rabbit who says the problem is that you can't prepare on Shabbos? Because they don't hold of it. They don't hold The you know prepare from yantip to Shabbos. Shabbos to yantip. And it's natural kind of preparation. Elorav Yosef, my time. So Gemara understands that these two, Rav Nahum and Rav, don't want to get involved. It looks like squeezing an orange. You might come to pick an apple off a tree. Okay, they don't want it. But these two are so similar. One says you might come to pick an apple. One says you might come to squeeze. So why don't they say like each other? asked the Gemara. There must be a good reason. Oh my lord. You hear what the Gemara says? That answers my question that I asked before about a guy eating an egg on Shabbos. Is an egg a liquid or a salad? Says the Gemara, Beitzah Uchla. Egg is a salad. So you would have to eat a Keseves Kippur, not a Maloy Lugmav, like liquid. Or in order to make a you have to eat a Kazayis of an egg, not a revias of an egg. Very important for those chazanim out there. Okay, but uh, I think that's how we pass. it. <laughs> so, Rav Yosef, why, does he not, why is he not concerned with liquids? It it's looks like, because an egg is not liquid. You can't compare an egg coming out of a chicken to liquids that come out of an orange. It's not, it's not a liquid. You're talking about two different things. It's a solid. Okay, fine. Now, now, why did he say the problem is that it looks like a, a fruit falling off a tree? The egg is within a chicken and the liquids are within the fruit. But when a guy goes up a tree, here's the fruit, it's right there in front of him. So there's no connection between an egg and fruit. That's why I'm not geyser. I'm not chayshish for, for, for somebody picking an apple off a tree. It has no connection to, to an egg that's with inside a chicken. Is of the opinion, the final final put of Yitzchak that has to do with liquids. So listen to this thing. Very interesting Gemara. Because you see from a contradiction that Rabbi Akhenan had, you see what was going through his mind. You see that the only thing that Rabbi Akhenan was thinking about over here is that there's a problem of, shita, of, of squeezing. It says in the Mishnah. You're not permitted to squeeze fruit on Shabbos. Let's say Take a, a lemon and give it a little squeeze for your fish. It's also in Shabbos. And if you have a little lemon juice that came out by itself or sitting in the refrigerator and it came out, also to use in Shabbos. If it's for food, then it's mutar. Depends what you want it for. Now what is an egg? What's an egg? Since an egg is not, not for squeezing, so obviously Reb the holds that an egg is food. Okay? So there's no gzeir according to Rabbi Yehuda of mashkim. You're not gonna confuse an egg with liquids. Alma, so ask Rabbi Alma kol Eichel in the Rabbi Yehuda, see from here that all food, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is just breakaway. Let's say I, I cut a slice of bread and there's, there's there's crumbs on the table. Is that liquid that came out? If I cut an orange and I want, I want it for food and a little juice came out. It's not juice, it's part of the, the orange I was cutting pieces came out. Very but I'm asking a question. Okay, this is very interesting that we're going to be discussing Rosh Hashanah here and there, popping. Rosh Hashanah is coming up any day, and we're talking about Rosh Hashanah all the time. According to Rabbi Huda, the two days of Rosh Hashanah are two Gedushas, meaning they're two separate individual, It's a fake of the I don't know if the first day is Yantif. I don't know if the second day is Yantif. The other way to look at it is we'll see a number of days. It's one long day. It's 48 hours of Yantif. I don't care if the whole world knows that the moon came out and Rish Chodesh is over here. And today is Rish Chodesh. Today is Rosh Hashanah. Because the whole concern is you know, Rosh Hashanah and Rosh are the same day. So other people won't know about it. Even in Israel. Everybody knows about it. It doesn't matter. Rosh Hashanah is 48 hours. Why? It's one long day. Review the whole No. It's one. It's 24 hours and the second day could be completely weekday or the first day is completely weekday and the second day is yantaf. If so, he says like this. I'll just say about that. We know that you have to take Trumus and Maeserus from, this over here, Trumus and Maeserus from all your fruit. Now what are trumas and Miserus? Now. Here's another email I didn't have a chance to read. It says like this I recently rearranged my desk to make it a little to learning. You'll notice three crucial things the Gemara open, tip use a binder clip to use, keep it open, and your trumus and Meister's chart in the background. Constantly reviewing the basics can be really important. And yes, you in the bottom right corner of the right monitor. Keep up the amazing work. Siv Chasim Taiba, Noach Kaplan from Oak Park, Michigan. Here's the picture. Look what he has here. Right over here. Okay? It's better than a picture of me in the sukkah. <laughs> Tum and Tyra. Okay, so the guys that uh, heard a few Shirim, they know this chart about Peh and Tum and Tyra. When we come to these kinds of suyas, they say, oh, like Marty Dauber from Chicago says, when he sees Tum and Taira, and says, oh, now it's an easy suya. Easy. We're not going into the sugya today. I'm just bringing it because I got the cool email. But anyway, if you have a bunch of fruit, you take 2% and give it to the kayan, and you take whatever's left over from the 98%, you take 10% and give it to the levy. That's truma and miser. Forget about this. Then the levy has to take 10%, for own 10%, and give it to the kayan, to the and you give 10% to yourself. Great. We're not going into that. But what happens is you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. Shabbos and Yonah, if you can't take trumas and miser's, Says Rabbi Yudah, what if you forgot to take and your wife comes and then says, okay, make a Yirotzen on the, on the pomegranate. Oh, I forgot to take trumas and maistris. Now what do you do? So on the first night, you don't have a so There's nothing to do. But for the second night, says Rabbi Yudah, you can make it tonight. On the first night, you take the, the, the pomegranate and you say, if tonight is Yontif, Hashem, forgive me. I, I, I didn't mean to say what I'm about to say. I'm saying it's trumas it's and maistris. But if today is not Yantif, today is a weekday, so my trumasomyces worked. Today is just a regular Tuesday. And if tomorrow is Yantif, so you do the same thing on both days. And in Manav Shach, you could eat the fruit. Because if the first day is a weekday, so my trumasomyces worked on the first day. And if the, my, the second day is a weekday, so the trumasomyces worked on the second day. So you do it either way. <laughs> Here it is inside. The only day you could eat is on the second day, of course, not on the first day. Because the first day might be yantiv, and then you're not allowed to take trim some ice for Sanyontif. He says, And so too, an egg that was laid on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. It was laid on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So either the first day is yantif, so you can't eat it. But you can eat it on the second day, because the second day is a weekday. And if it, the second day is yantif, you're allowed to eat an egg that was laid Erev yantif, that's okay. Uh, says the Gemara. But you see from here, that Reb that has a problem with eggs. A second ago, you said Rabbi that doesn't have any problem with eggs. Eggs is food, and there's no Gzeir of Schita. You hear what's going on here? It's so posh and and gevaldic. A contradiction. It seems like Rabbi Yudha doesn't hold of sechita. And if he doesn't hold of sechita, of exer of so then why can't you eat an egg on Yantav? Well, there's three other reasons here. Maybe Rabbi Yudha holds that the problem is mukta. Maybe Rabbi the holds the problem is achana. Maybe Rabbi the holds that the problem is that you might come to pull an apple off a tree. No, Rabbi Yochan is not concerned with any of these reasons. Rabbi Yochan is just thinking one thing. How come there's no problem of sechita? And he has, the, he has the contradiction. He had such a bomb question. How could it be the Rebbe that starts off saying that, this, that eggs don't have schita and therefore you're allowed to eat them on Yontif. And then all of a sudden he says, you can't eat it on Yontif. Could you eat an egg on Yontif according to Rebbe or not? Over here it says, he brings a diuk, you cannot eat an egg on Yantav. B'Sheni. On the second day of Rosh Hashanah you could. But on the first day you can't, you can't eat an egg. What could possibly be the reason? Rabbi Yehuda says himself, there's no schita. An egg is salads, And there's no, there's no connection between an egg that's a salad to somebody squeezing it an orange. But he says, you can't eat an egg. On sa- oh, so you see from here that Rabbi Yehudah holds that the main problem of an egg is squeezing. Otherwise, if he didn't hold that, he wouldn't have this contradiction. End of the story. Dav Gimel Amit Beis, turning another sponsorship by Shlomo Lazarian from Los Angeles in honor of my wife, who allows me to prepare for this year a few hours a day. Um, sponsored also by the MDY, Telem Group, for all those who need Shiduchim Rufus please join com. By the way, Shlomo Lazarian, and whoever put that out there, it's $1,000 to say shkrat to my wife. I really appreciate it. Ravina Omar, top of Daft, Gimbal Amat Bez. La'ilam, la'yitaypach, he asked me a contradiction in Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Eichlund said that there's a difference between, that you have to flip. It's not Rabbi Yehuda. It's not Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda actually says that eggs are okay. La'ilam, Rabbi Yehuda, you're right. Rabbi Yehuda is the one that says there's no xeria mashkim egg. But he's talking to Rabbanan. I say an egg is a salad, and if it's a salad, there's no xaira of the schita. There's nothing to do with 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 schita with with ringing out a. You can't ring out an egg. It's a salad, just like you can't ring out a steak. There's no chash. There's no xaira. But I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Chacham. I allow you to eat the egg even on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Doch so it's just solid food that came from a solid animal. It's another piece of the animal. By the way, I saw a wild chassam seifer. He says that an egg. A lot of people are mechulah on him. An egg is ever menachai. It's a part of the chicken. It's a. It's a. It's a piece of a, of a food. That can, and a, and the food. Guess what? Is alive and well. A whole nafkemina would be. Could a guy eat it? They're <speaking> in <Hebrew> of, of ever menachai. The Tyre gave us permission to eat it, a whole. <laughs> they, they hold it's a, uh, the... what are they hold? That it's part of a chicken? They, no, they hold it's a, uh... okay, I don't know what they hold. Never got into it. I'll ask our vegan friends one day. They don't hold- yeah, vegan friends? Many, the sheer has great friends. One of the biggest supporters of the sheer is vegan. Is an MDY vegan group. No, there isn't. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Vegan coming soon. <laughs> vegan t- I think that's what's going on in Chicago. It's a vegan siyum. T- nobody wants to show up over there. All right. How come you don't agree to me that on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, you should make him a maravshach? You should, you, should, you should allow an egg. You hear? How come you don't say. Now, by the way, the, sh- the level of the shir is going down now because Mechavrus has just walked in and he listens to every word and he gives me a RS later. Okay. Avi, do me hear Tell him. <laughs> but according to you, don't you agree that Rosh Hashanah is considered to Separate days. It's a svaq of the yayimah. One day is one hundred percent weekday, and if it's one hundred percent weekday, you should be able to eat the egg on the second day mimonav shach. Rabbanon, lo, kedusha achasim. Rabbanon, come along and they say no. It's not a svaq of the yayma. We hold it's one long kedusha, and that's it. Okay, so we, have, we see interesting. So many you say this on this one daf. So many ideas that we didn't see. And we don't know. Rashana could be one long dushan. It's coming up. How do we view Roshana two days in every Yisrael? Is it because in America they do it two days and that's why we do it? Or no, it's supposed to be 48 hours. the him. Another Pshat. You hear this Pshat very simple. You know why Rabyuddha answers it? Because we're not talking about the chicken on the plate that's for food and it's not mukta. We're talking about a chicken that's there to lay eggs. It's there to lay eggs. It's mukta, right? Who's the famous one that says mukta. Machlay's Rabbi Huda Shimon, like we had in the first daaf of Beta. If is the one that holds, there is mukta. And this chicken is mukta, and that's why the egg is also. Maisve. Now we have a general question on all these shetas right here. Well, we're going to start going, picking at the shitas. Maysve. If an egg was laid on Shabbos or yantav, you cannot move it the famous mukta that we know of, you can't touch, you can't move, right? You're allowed to, if you don't touch, if you don't move, you're allowed to use, but you're not allowed to move. Basically, you can't lift it up and use it as a, as a cover for some vessel. So this I always found very interesting. Can an egg support a bed? For whatever reason, the guy couldn't find, think about it, they didn't have material then, they didn't have plastics, they didn't have, he had an egg, he had a chicken and laid eggs. So he takes an egg, his bed is a little lopsided, he takes an egg, puts it under, I mean, to me it would be like, if you have a bad dream or something, you do a little flip and all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, whatever. But I, just this morning, I found this, I thought this was very interesting to show you. Can an egg support a human being? So here in China, they had 256 eggs that supported a car. Here it is. Beautiful job they did here. They put the eggs. They saw the whole thing. The whole video. Here are the eggs. It's all glass. You can see. They just here's the here's the um, the lift, and the lift just lowers the car down on the eggs, and you see the weight three and a half thousand pounds for these eggs. I don't know. You do the math. Two fifty six divided by three. I'm sure it's not as much as a bed and a human being for one egg. But okay, maybe it's four. It's four legs. It's only one leg. Fine. What are you dining, Lauren? Try and break an egg in one hand, not with your fingers like that, but in your palm of your hand. Try and break it. What? I could do it. You probably can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Iron no, he Man. said, he said, <laughs> Iron Man could do it. Iron Man, Iron Man, that's your friend, Lauren Spiegelman yeah, from yeah. Toronto. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear. No, it's probably very difficult. I've seen people stand on eggs, uh, different eggs, like ostrich, and that side. It's impossible. Uh, okay. So a person wants to use an egg. Wow. Wow. We're falling behind there. I'm sorry. It's sheer started a little late. So we're going to continue for a few minutes. People are coming in. You are permitted to take a vessel and put it on top of the egg. What would be the problem with that? Because you're moving a kli, um, something that's not needle, something that doesn't move. Fine. Uh, so now the Gemara understands that just means we don't know when exactly. It was born, was it laid on yantiv or before Yontif? And if this egg was mixed in with a thousand, they're all thousand are also. Now, ask the Gemara, going back over here, Rabbi says, Hachana. The whole problem in the Mishnah is the egg because it was created the day before on Shabbos and we're talking about a Yontif that's on a Sunday. So the egg is also on that's why all thousand eggs, you have one egg that fell in, one egg that possibly was laid on Yantif, fell into a thousand eggs, they're all awesome. But these two sheets are right over here, that say that it's just a zero, you might come to squeeze an orange or you might come to pick an apple. Oh my lay. Sayfa Asan, the Suffolk Trefa, there's a cute story about the Beis HaLevi, I believe. A girl came to him and said, my mother asked me, I have four eggs on Yantif. Can I, can I cook these eggs? Says the Beis HaLevi, tell your mom to wait until the night. So this Tamidim said, what, what, what just happened? Why can't you cook eggs? Says, why would a woman send her daughter to ask me, could you cook an egg on yantif? Everybody knows you can cook egg on yantif. Because what happened was, the chicken laid an egg, and one of those eggs got mixed into four, and I think that's the Peshat in her question, in the Meila, it's a Suffolk, you gotta, you gotta wait until after Yonah. That's exactly what he's talking about in Okay. If you're telling me, that what? Sorry. Says the Gemara? No. No, did I skip? Says the Gemara, no, the Suffolk treifa. We're not talking about whether or not the egg was laid on Yantav. We're talking about whether or not this egg came from a chicken that's a Traefer. Let's say the chicken is missing its head, like in that picture. Whatever, a massive mom that it's a Traefer, and it lays an egg, you're not allowed to eat that egg. And now that egg got mixed in with other, other eggs, what do you do? So we're not talking about Yantav here. It says the Gemara Bamkash. you tell me it's a, a Suffolk of a Traefer? The Bela of Kulam is. There's a concept of something that's going to become a mutter. Now, an egg that's laid on Yontif, yantif, it becomes mutter. You just have to wait until after yantif, you're allowed to eat it. So, therefore, it's one out of a thousand, you have to throw them all out. This is counterintuitive, Rabbi Isai. Safik trefa, which is worse. It's terrible is is more cow. Why? Because maybe this egg came from a, a chicken that's completely tref. It can never be mutter. You can't wait four days and oh today you could eat it. Why could you eat it? What's today different than yesterday? An egg that was laid on yantav. You just wait 24 hours after other you can eat it. So therefore, tibata baruba. And if you're going to tell me that we're talking about something significant, like an egg, and something significant does not become bottle. It doesn't become nullified. There's a a shayla. Do we go by things? Things that are counted, you sell them individually. Like today, the Shach says all eggs are sold by the dozen. In the time of the Shach still. You never sell an egg by weight. It always goes by the number. Therefore, it's significant. It can never become bottle. But we'll see from the Gemara, the time of the Gemara is different. So, but it says, and The difference between kol and es. Kol means sometimes you sell eggs by the dozen, sometimes you sell them by the weight, whatever. But it has to be specific. Only in a certain way, only when you sell it by the number, by the dozen, and no other way, like we do today, I think. I don't know any other place in the... There's no store that sells eggs, by, by, by the way. I hope I'm right. It's only by, by the amount. That's S. It's only. Everywhere. Vegan stores. <gasps> Michael and Ammar. It's not. Yeah, look at Rashi. Rashi says about Tilton, he says, Fenigar. And in English it's called Fenigreek. Fen- Tilton. And I guess the stock of that is very important, Yudoku. So, klea kerem is, you're not allowed to the isu, the rice the plant, the, the hamishas, the doggon, in the vineyard. You're not allowed to plant certain vegetables in the vineyard. So if you have this tilton that grew in the vineyard, you have to burn it, Yudoku. And if it got mixed in with other ones, cool yudoku diviru meyer, no, you can get away one, in two, one out of two, if it's one in 200, then it's okay. If it's something that that's the only way you sell it, is by amount, it's mekadesh, it makes everything awesome. Okay, we'll continue here I just want to tell you a beautiful story, a beautiful chap, I thought in Allah. In a hotel, in a hotel, a woman took a chair in the dining room. She wanted to light her candles in the dining room of the hotel. She took a chair and put the candles on the chair and lit the candles. After the candle, an hour or two. Now, what does that chair become? A the ledava assur. It's assur to touch that chair on Shabbos, to move it. Comes the Arab, takes the candles off. He was probably upset with the chutzpah. Takes the chair, sets up. Comes the woman's husband, Talmud Chachem, and says, Rabbi, you say you can't sit down on the chairs in the whole dining room. Because one of the chairs is my wife's chair, and it's bustles davar also, and it's not bottle No, it sounds funny, but why? The tzlach says a beautiful chaper. and and he said it's a davar You could sit on the chair on say Shabbos, so it's a davar Since you, it's going to be a tomorrow, today it's also to sit on the chair. Says the tzlach, you only say davar like an egg. An egg, I could either eat it today or I could eat it tomorrow. So wait until tomorrow. You didn't lose anything by waiting until tomorrow. But a chair, the usage is today. I can never get back my usage today that I'm gonna do tomorrow. Yes, you're gonna sit on the chair tomorrow, but the three hours I wanted to sit on my chair there, you lost completely. So that's the aim of So therefore, you're allowed to use all the chairs. Have a wonderful Shabbos, Matzi Shabbos, 9.30.